Are you excited this morning? Are you truly excited this morning? Your expectation has everything to do with what you're going to receive this morning. You and I have to have an expectant heart in everything that we do in in every area of our lives. Without that expectancy, we're not going to see what God has intended for us in these different areas of our lives. Amen? So expectation is a big part of what we are, who we, what, what happens in our lives on a regular basis. I got a few scriptures that I want us to look at this morning. In the process, I want to, I want to give you a word that I believe, I heard my dad preach this years and years ago, and I heard Brother Jesse preach it later on, and it resonated with me again. It's so exciting to hear. And you know, God doesn't change. Amen? And one of the greatest gifts that you and I have ever been given is the, the gift of choice. It's the gift of choice. We choose a lot of different things. You, you choose what you believe is best, best for you in a situation, whether it's what you're eating or what you're wearing, amen? Or it can be even bigger things than that. But there still is a gift that God's given to each and every one of us, and that's the gift of choice. He gave us a chooser. He gave us the ability to choose. And it's our responsibility to make good choices. Amen. Whatever choices I've heard this said, you are a direct result of the choices that you've made up to this point in time in your life. You are a a direct result of the choices that you and I have made throughout our whole entire lives. We are who we are today because of the choices we made yesterday. Right? So choices have a big impact on what takes place in our lives on a regular basis. You are who you are because you've chosen to be who you are. Right. And that's a good thing because we can always choose to be different. Right. We can, we can all of a sudden go, you know what? I don't want to be like that anymore. I would rather be like this. Right. I would rather be like this. I would rather do this rather than that. What is that? That's a choice that you and I have every single day. We have an opportunity to make choices and that choice has been given to us as a gift from God. Amen. So whatever we do in our lives, we have to constantly make the right choices. So let's look at a few opportunities that were given in the scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 30. As we anchor into what God is doing in this body of believers, there's two things that you're hearing right now. One is synergy by Pastor Justin, which is all of us working together as one to do what it is that God's called us to do. Amen. All right. So that's what synergy is. So you take what the word of the, then the other part of it is what the word of the Lord has spoken to us through Dr. Savell in two areas, one, the glory, and now marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. So they both work hand in hand and it's not two different things. And the greater the manifestation of the greatness of our God is going to be determined by the synergy that we have as a body of believers. Just steal off for just a second and think about that because you can do a whole lot more when it's more than just you. Right. And that's what Pastor Justin is trying to anchor us into right now is we've got to understand that this word is for us to help us accomplish what God has spoken through Dr. Savell. Right. And we're the all and not just for us, but the body of Christ. You got to realize the word, the word, the word that the Lord has spoken under Dr. Savell isn't just for this body. It's for those who are a part of the body of Christ. If the body of Christ will flow together as one, how much more can we get accomplished? Right. So we are constantly and it's so important even for us to put down our natural walls that we build up with other denominations. Hello. And make sure that we're walking together as one towards the towards the risen son. Amen. Towards Jesus. Amen. That's our goal. We're all pressing towards the same mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 
And the realization is you and I have a very special part to play. Because I need you, Rochelle. I need, I need every person in here because you're a part of the body of Christ with me. Amen? And so when you and I are walking, unless two stand in agreement, okay, come on. They can't walk together. Okay, so if we're going in the direction that God's called us to be, we got to get on the page of what God's doing in our lives in order for God to do the greatness that he wants to do on the face of the earth today. Amen? But it's still yet a what? A choice. Say it's a choice. Say it's a choice. It's my choice. I say this when we go to camps and do camps. We've done a ton of camps. And, and the realization, I always say, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Right? So if it's going to be what? You and I have to make a choice. We have to make choices every single day of our lives. You chose this morning, which she chose to come here this morning to get what God had for her. It was a choice that she made. I am determined to make a choice that's going to impact my life by showing up to church where God can do something in my life today. You chose to be here this morning. You made a good decision. Amen. You, you chose to be here and we had a choice of whether or not we would come or not. You could have just said, well, I don't want, you know, I'm just going to stay here a bit. It's a lot more comfortable, right? I can watch from home. You know, there's an anointing that's in this place. Amen. All right. It's God is, God is a person. Amen. All right. And it's so important not to say that we're great. We're not grateful for the live stream and what we do to reach people all over the world. But the realization is when you're in the presence of God together and there's a corporate anointing that shows up, whoo, things happen that can't happen just by yourself. Amen. And so, but it's so important to understand this is part of what Dr. Savell and Pastor Justin are both talking about. Synergy, all of us working together as one, right? To go into the call that God has for us as a body of believers. Amen. To see marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Amen. It's our, it's so important. So we see this right here in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 14. So this is the word that the Lord has spoken unto us, but the word is very nigh unto thee. And in your mouth. Say, it's in my mouth. So, if you're going to see the manifestation of what God is speaking in the earth today, you and I have to be speaking it out of our mouths. Every single day. How many of y'all all year long have been going, show me your glory, Lord, show me your glory. How many of you woke up this morning saying, show me your glory. You know what? Expectation. You're going to get what you're expecting. If you expect the glory of God, the glory of God will manifest in your life. I want to pause for just a second on expectancy. Because a lot of times we can, the, the, the word of the Lord has been spoken. How many of you ever felt like it just passed you by? Don't let the parade pass you by, right? Okay, so you see all these, why, when is it going to happen to me? Expectation, now it's happening to me. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I am getting exactly what I'm expecting. I've got to stir up my expectancy every single day. Amen. The blessings don't fall off like ripe apples off a tree. Amen. You got to get out and do some picking. Amen. You pick and choose what you're going to do every single day. This is so important. Look at this. Okay. So he says, and in thy heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the what? Mouth speaks. Brother Hagen used to say this. He says, give me five minutes with somebody. I can tell you where their faith is or where it's not. Because either they're going to be talking faith or they're going to be talking doubt in a quick hurry. So whatever's coming out of your mouth is what you really believe. Well, I didn't mean that. Yeah, I came out. It's, it's in you. It might not be in you in fullness, but it's somewhat in you. There's a little bit of shaking. That's why the Bible says don't be like a double-minded man, you know, unstable in all of his ways, okay? Because there's a fight going on in the inside of you, and whatever you feed the most is the one that's going to win. Yeah. 
And you got to feed your faith and starve your doubts. We're not saying that doubts don't come. We just don't let them build a nest on top of us and hang out. Amen. We continue to fight the good fight of faith. All right. So look at this. So, and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. All right. So I'm doing it. I see, see, I have set before thee this day, today, today, say today. Today is my God day. Say, today is my miracle day. Say, God is doing great manifestations of his marvels and his wonders in my life. Come on. Expectancy this day. This day, it's got to be in your mouth and it's got to be out of your, out of your heart. Amen. Okay. So this day life and good. So there's life. So there's an opportunity. Well, you just don't know what I'm going through, brother Rick. Oh, well, you know, the reality of your situation can change if you focus more on the answer rather than the problem. Right. So, but, and I'm not saying that we don't have hard times because we have hard times. It does. It's not fun to get kicked around. Amen. It's not fun, right? Don't, Don't say it's not fun. It's not fun to get kicked around. You're the one that's supposed to be kicking, amen? My wife tells Mike all the time, she knows Tybo, put me in, coach. You know, so you got to learn how to kick back. You got to learn how to kick back. You don't kick back in the physical realm, you kick back in the spirit realm. You don't allow those negative, nasty thoughts to hang around you and be a part of you. And you don't doubt and unbelief and all the naysayers. Oh, you'll never make it. Leave it alone, Gulliver. Remember that old thing? Yeah, so don't, no, you need to get rid of those kind of people in your life. And claim to rely upon the word of God with all your heart. Fight where the word of God is concerned in your life. you got to fight for this. This is real and this takes place, but you and I have to fight for it. Amen? See, I have set before thee this day life and good. So they're both there always. It's a what? It's a choice. Okay? And then I command thee this day, love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee. Wow, man, this is good, isn't it? In the land, wherever you go to possess. Verse 19, I call heaven and earth. Okay, so listen, pay attention. It's ha- whatever's going on, everybody's watching right now. Right? Today is my day, right? So whatever's going on, everybody's heaven and earth are watching right now. They watched how you woke up this morning. Is it another bad day for the devil? Or are you running? Okay, you seriously, you, I'm paying attention to this. The excitement that we have is that God, come on, 1 John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? That he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. That's who we are, amen. <sighs> right? You get excited. So you wake up in the morning like, you want some of this? Come on, that's how you got to wake up. An expectation that something good is going to happen to you today. Amen. You and I have got to make the choice that we make to live by faith will determine the outcome of what we're getting. Amen. All right. So here we go. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Then he says this, therefore choose life that both you and your seed may live. So this isn't just affecting you. It's affecting your generations after you. She impacted her generations after her. She made, a, she made a statement this morning. Oh, you know what? I'm not letting the devil kick me down. Keep me down. I'm getting to church somehow, some way. Jim, get me there. Seriously. There's some times in your life you just don't, I can't go no more. I can't go no more. You know, my mom used to say, whenever you get to the end of the rope, tie a knot and hang on, God will pull you through. 
There are, I'm not telling you, I'm not saying that you don't have issues. I don't say that the devil's not, bam, hitting you hard right now. That's not what I'm saying. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if you'll hang on to what God has said about you, rather than what your circumstances are shouting at you at this time in your life, you will see God pull you through the situations that you're going through. Having done all to stand, what? Stand. stand. That's right. Come on. woo Yeehaw. Thou mayest love the Lord your God, thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give him. Okay? There's a promise that he's no respecter of persons. God's promised us that the blessing will be upon us because we are children of God through the seed of Abraham. Amen? Same, same seed. Amen? We are uh, that same seed, the incorruptible seed. His name is Jesus. So you glad you came this morning? Yeah, expectancy ought to be rising up on the inside of you right now. It's a choice. It's not something, you know, I know I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a coach. So I'm going to get in the middle of you and just, hey, let's get after this and do this together. You know, but the reality to settle down, a good coach knows. I look for those players that in the midst of a circumstance learn how to just rest. And they're like, give me the ball, coach. You know, and you have to be at that point in time. So there's times and moments where you're like that. But then the reality of it is, though, at some point in time, that player stoked himself. You remember how they stoked the coals and you make the fire hotter? They stoked themselves up for that moment when the game was on the line. So you got to prepare yourself before you're ever in the battle. And the way you do is meditate in the word day and night. That's what he told Joshua. Then you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. It says in Psalms chapter one and everything you put your hand to process when, when you're constantly meditating on this word, when this word is so rich on the end, it's not going to happen overnight. But if you'll keep planting it, if you'll keep cultivating, if you'll keep speaking, if you'll keep allowing it to be so rich on the inside of your heart, you'll begin to see the manifestations of the greatness of God in your life, in every area of your life. Amen? You got to determine, though, and you got to make the choice. Say, I choose to serve God. Let's look at a real famous, go to Joshua chapter 24. Because there's always opportunities to do it a different way, Right? There's a lot of, you know, the people will tell you, well, you can do it this way. You can do it that way. And there's certain things that you can do different ways, right? There's no doubt about that, you know, but Jesus is the only way, the truth and the life to the blessing of God on your life. Most I say the blessing of God, wealth is, wealth, wealth can be accumulated a lot of different ways, but in order for it to be the blessing that God intended it for it to be in your life, you can only get it through Jesus. Hello. Well, rich uh, money by itself is not wealth. Okay. Come on. You got to see that we have to recognize that. So it's, it's not a matter of just a physical obtaining of something. It's a realization of your whole spirit, soul, body, and every part of you. Amen. Synergy is part of what the pastor Justin has been ministering to us in our wholeness and our completeness. Amen. And as a body, I'm a whole lot better off when I've got the right people around me on a regular basis. Amen. I'm going to get better and better because of those people that are around me, helping me go in the direction that God's called me to go in. Amen. And we're all going and pressing towards the same mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's why as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Amen. You and I should be encouragers of one another. Amen. We should be building each other up. We should be not letting go of what God has said to us and what God has promised us where his word is concerned. Amen. Joshua understood this because you got to recognize Joshua was no different than you and I. So he had a couple million people against him rather than just a few that you've got. Because here's the word of the Lord that came to Joshua that said, Joshua, 
Caleb and 10 other spies that we don't know nothing about, right? <laughs> right? The nobodies, the soothsayers, the ones that are just, just saying the bad stuff. It ain't going to work. I don't know why you're doing that church stuff. Come on. You got all these people that are trying to tell you what you shouldn't be doing. And here's Joshua and Caleb and said, no, this is what the word of the Lord has said. That is ours. Let's go get it. So Joshua drew a line in the sand. He said, I'm making a decision today. And we'll see this. Read this together. Joshua's confession. And if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord. Okay. So you, you keep giving to that church. I don't know why you keep giving. If it seems evil to you to give to that church. Right? It keeps evil for you to just help all those people out. You just keep giving everything you've got away. Let's see. It's what the world's telling you is you can't do that. Stop it. No, that's the seed time and harvest time is always in effect for you and I. Do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. As you give cheerfully, you're going to reap bountifully. Amen. So you look at the, this is a great opportunity during this time and season. Look for opportunities to give. I don't care if it's just a little bit. If that's all you've got, give it. Come on, be a blessing to others and watch the blessings of God come on you and overtake you. Let God use you as an instrument. The instrument by which you release things is a way it'll be released down on you. Really? Come on. Choose to do that on a regular basis. Joshua saying, hey man, it may look foolish to you, but it doesn't to me. This may look evil to you to do what we do where God is concerned in our lives, but not to me. This doesn't look bad to me. It looks bad to you, but not to me. I mean, these are brothers and sisters that he's talking to. Amen. Come on. They see what church you go to. Amen. So, you know, the reality of the, of what happens, do you know what? Blessed are you who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for doing what it is God's told you to do, for being the blessing that God's told you to be. Let me tell you, the blessing is coming your way. The blessings are coming your way. The blessing is already on you. Amen. A revelation of that. You have to have that. You're blessed. You're too blessed to be cursed. And the goodness of God is taking place in your life. Amen. All right. So here we go. He says this. He says, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve what? The Lord. Okay. It's a choice though, right? It was a choice. Joshua had just as many choices as you and I did, but he made one choice. God's number one in my life. I, we can talk about everything else, but don't mess with God. You can, you can tell, you can say whatever, you, but don't mess with my relationship with God. Let me tell you something. You and your personal relationship with God are the key and the cornerstone to the success that you have in life. I didn't say your pastors. I didn't say the church that you go to you and your personal relationship with God is a cornerstone for the results that you're getting in your life. They are. Because God's not measuring me by you. That's good, right? Uh, The choices that I'm making are having an effect on my life. So if I am where I am, it's because of the choices that I've made. So if you see somebody blessed, they've made some good choices, right? Right? It's not that hard to figure out, right? If you wonder how how come things aren't changing in your life, maybe change some things in your life. Hello? He's no respecter of persons. He's a respecter of our faith, right? A faith to believe whatever his word is telling you to to do in circumstances. Amen. Okay. So with that, number one, you have to choose to believe the word of the Lord. 
Well, this is what we're going to choose, okay? We're going to have to choose to believe the word of the Lord. Number two, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. Go to Second First uh, Timothy. Very popular scripture here. We're going to read 6.12 first. It says, 1 Timothy 6.12, fight the good fight of faith. Lay ho- Has anybody really, seriously, if you're ever in a fight, you're not just kind of wallowing around. I don't know. I mean, that's okay if you've never been in a fight. That's okay. But if you're in a fight, man, my dad, this is the way I was taught, brought up. You know, and this isn't the, how you should do it. My dad taught us this. If you get in a fight, Rick, don't stop until you're done and you better be the last person standing. That's basically what he taught me. He says, you, he says, but never lose your cool because you can kill somebody. He was, speaking, he was speaking from experience. When you're in a fight, dude, you're not backing up. Not if you want to win. When you're in a fight, you're, you're going at it head and toe. You're doing everything you can to survive. Because if you're in a fight, somebody's trying to take you out. Right? See, you can't, and you can't just, well, you know, I'll give some of them. No, you're in a fight. I love what Dr. Chavelle says. When the, when the devil starts putting pressure where he's finding it, he just chooses to give more. Why? You don't put pressure on me in that area of my life. That's what he's saying. He says, I win where this is concerned. I will give, he's given it all away. Number, we've given it all away numbers of time. Why? Because when you've you got a fight going on, you better know how to fight. Because you, what your fight will determine your win or not. Come on. You want to win? You got to fight. Come on. Let somebody mess with your baby. Come on. See if your fight don't get on real quick. Right? What is that though? That's the same. God's doing some great things. Wants to do some great things. And you and I have got to fight a little harder. We've got to fight the good fight of faith. Okay? Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called. And hast professed. A good profession before many witnesses. So God is calling us to live a life of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. He's calling us to see his glory manifested in our life. Amen. He's calling out for us to, for this to take place. He's called us to this, right? You and I got to lay hold of our faith, the profession, same thing that it was saying over in Deuteronomy, right? Our confession, speak it out of your mouth, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, fight the good fight. Your thoughts will come your way. Oh, I shouldn't do what? Stay with the word. Stay with the word. Hang on to it. Guard it, protect it, guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. Guard it by guarding your mouth, guarding your ears, what you're listening to, what you're seeing, the negative talk. Guard it, get it out of your way. Focus on what God's word said about you, not what your circumstances are shouting at you at the moment. Amen? That's why Jesus talked back to the fig tree because the fig tree was talking to him saying, you ain't getting none of me today. Right? He said, no, that's your responsibility. You're supposed to give. He knew a little different level there. Okay. All right. So now go first Corinthians. That's important because this is what you and I need to recognize. This word that the Lord has spoken to Dr. Seville, which he's going to be ministering here in the second service. So if you want to hang around and hear the second part of this word, you want, I I guarantee you, you want to hang around and listen to the second part of this word that's going to be spoken here in just a few minutes, because it's going to stir up more faith on the inside of you in order to obtain what God is speaking in the earth through Dr. Seville in these next few minutes. You and I, 
You've got to recognize what he was telling him when he was saying, fight the good fight of faith. What was he telling Timothy to do in first Corinthians? I mean, in first Timothy one 18, I charge, I com- this charge. I commit unto thee, son, Timothy, according to the prophecies, which went before on thee, that thou mightest war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some have put away concerning faith and have made shipwreck. Say, my ship ain't wrecking. That's not good English, but it's, it, it makes sense, right? Come on. Your sh- my, sh- I do- my ship is not going to wreck. My ship, Jesus is in my ship. Our, your, our ship is not going to wreck. Amen. And we're going to hold, we're going to hold fast the profession, the prophecy, the prophecy, the word that the Lord has spoken unto us. It's our time. It's time to see the manifestations of the glory of God like we've never seen before. You and I have got to hold fast to this though. Some will not, they'll be, oh, whatever. Sir, come on. Do you know, some of y'all will come on. They won't even want to hear what you're saying, what they're preaching here. Sometimes, you know, come on. That's okay. That's, that's what you just let the results speak for themselves. Right? Right. Just let the result. They're going to come to you when they need prayer. Amen. That's good. Okay. So you and I have got to be willing to fight though. Are we ready to fight? Are you sure you're ready to fight? Cause you got I me, mean, you got to stir yourself up. I mean, this is, you got to get ready for it. Amen. You got to get determined. I love that determined. She determined she was going to be here this morning. She made a dis- the quality decision is what Brother Copeland says. You have to make a quality decision that I'm not drawing back from what God has said about me, what his word says about me. It's a choice. Fight the good fight of faith where the word of God is spoken in our lives. Wage a good warfare. Number three, don't play nine inning games. Brother Copeland says that. I love that. Don't play nine inning games. Play until you win. If you're willing, Brother, Brother Hagen would always say this. If you're willing to stand forever, you won't have to stand that long. Hello. You're going to, it's coming. Payday's coming. Payday's coming. My wife has a watch that says now. That's what it says. Because faith is what? Now, right? Now faith is now. <laughs> Come on. You need to wear that more off now. That's the watch now. Now faith is. Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Such a good scripture. Went wrong way. Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. This is verse 1. The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are, were seen, are seen were not made of things which do appear. So in light of that, whatever's coming up, we choose. The biggest choice that you make is what you're saying out of your mouth on a regular basis. That's, that's, the Bible says if you can keep your mouth in check, you can keep your whole body in check. The tongue is like a rudder of a ship and it guides it everywhere it goes. The tongue is like a fire that, that goes into the forest and it'll, it'll obliterate everything. So whatever's coming out of our mouths is controlling our destiny. He says here, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Okay? By it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we know that the world, your world, my world, who you are today is being framed by your words. Right? So if I choose to make quality decisions where my mouth is concerned and speak what the word of God says about my situation, then I'm going to be where God wants me to be rather than in the mully grubs. Right? 
Because every, every promise of God is yes and amen, and it's always for good, not for evil. So God always wants to get goodness and mercy to you. You know, the devil's trying to keep you from goodness and mercy. Right? So it's being controlled, though, by everything that's being spoken out of our mouth. So in order for us to obtain the promises of God, especially the word for 2019 and finish in 2018, we're going to have to make sure that we truly, out of the abundance of our heart, are speaking what it is God's saying about us at this time in the earth. Right? You and I have got... Hey, let me tell you something. You don't necessarily think that it's... it's um. It's just going to happen automatically. It couldn't. Don't, don't get me wrong. Manifestations can come immediately. Right? The reality of it is that it's got to get in your heart, though. So you can start taking off in your mouth immediately. You're talking it. You're speaking it. You're speaking it. But then what does the Bible says? The sower sows the word. Where does he sow? He sows on what's your heart look like? Is it really ready to receive what God's saying to you right now at the moment? Sometimes it takes a little more cultivating, a little more plowing, dig it down deep in there. And then the Bible says you and I are to wash the, wa- wa- wash the word by the water of the word that's coming out of our mouth. By the washing of the water by the word. By the washing of the water by the word. What are we doing? We are, culti- we are causing it to grow. Then we've got to let Jesus, the light of the word of God, Jesus is the light, continue to what? Come upon the word that was spoken over us. Because what happens is more light Revelation, that's why I want you to be here in the second service if you can, because he's going to unveil to you some more truths about this word so that it can cultivate and become greater and can grow quicker because light causes things to grow, right? Right? So the, the more revelation you have of this word that is spoken, the easier it is for you to grow. That's why we have the greenhouse effect, right? Right? You try to put it in an environment that allows it to grow at a very fast level and protects it so that you can have a harvest on the back end of it, Right? Right? Your, wheat, your, your leaf will not wither, right? Neither will you cast your vine before the time in the field. Amen? What are you doing? You're guarding the word, protecting it, making sure how you guard it. The biggest way you guard it is guard your mouth. Right? Right? So we're going to choose, say, I choose to speak the word over all my situations. Look at this. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. He chose to leave the comfort of his family as a state while to go into the land that God would show him. It was a choice. Abraham could have not made that choice. God could have found somebody else besides Abraham. Right? Say, don't go no further, God. Don't go any further, Lord. Choose me. Here I am. Choose me. Okay. Moses chose the way of the Lord rather than the way of the world. He could have taken the pleasure of sin for he was the son. He was in the household of Pharaoh, the highest house in, the, in all the world at the time. With every extremity that you could ever ask or think of. But he chose, he made a choice. He was one of the greatest men that ever walked the face of the earth. More miracles, signs, and wonders were done through him except for Jesus. He made a choice. The greater the choice, the greater the return. Sit on that for a little while. Joshua and Caleb chose to believe the report of the Lord rather than the report of others and entered into the promised land. (coughs) Daniel chose to continue in the ways of the Lord, prayed every day. When thrown into the lion's den, he wasn't harmed. And then he was promoted after that. 
Joshua, even though that he was slow to the savor, he still continued to believe the dream that the Lord had given him, not that he'd given himself. The Lord had given that dream. And he hung on to it, knowing that God would be faithful to do what he said he's going to do. Even through prison, even through Potiphar's house, every situation that he was in, it did not matter. I choose God. See, the bigger the, bigger the situation, the bigger the result. God wants to do great and big things too. Go ahead and pass the thing that's right in front of you right now. There are some things in our lives that you're thinking, how come I, this happens to me all the time. Well, learn how to win that fight so that you don't see that fighting. If you, if you whoop a bully, you win the circumstance. So go ahead and whoop the bully that's in front of you. If it keeps coming back, that's a bully, get rid of it. Come on. Tackle that one and then go to the next one, okay? Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chose not to bow to another God and walk to the flames of the fire with not even the smell of smoke. Why? A choice. Hmm. How are we going to make sure we're accomplishing this and making the choice, the right choice in this situation? There's three things that I love. I, I thank God for Pastor Monty that was in my life that there was three things that helped me so much in the process of making this choice on an everyday basis. The way you measure what's going on is you've got to have the word of the Lord. Number one, you have to have the word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. The choice that you and I have to make has to be rooted and grounded on the word of God. When you see what Dr. Savell is ministering, he takes this word by word by word. He studies this. He lets the Lord speak to him and unveil the truths of the word. Brother Copeland does the same thing. Any word that they get, they make sure they want to see the word of God manifested in it more than anything else. When everything else, when everybody's telling you a lot of different ways to get this and a lot of different ways to get that, you and I have got to be anchored and rooted and grounded on the word of God. You have to stay in the word. You have to pick me. Pastor Justin and I were ministering to someone recently and we're like, it's the word. It's not, it's, it's just the word. Well, I know, but, but mm, eh, wrong answer. Okay. The reality of it is, you know what? Everything that you see naturally is going to be gone, but the word of God's not going to go. If it's in the word of God, it's yours forever. He who sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. So if you're just doing it for earthly gain, it's going to, it's going to all disappear. But you sow spiritually, you have an eternal reward. When you do it out of the abundance of what God's telling you to do, it it has a weight of glory on it that will manifest when you get to glory. Amen? It'll never go away. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Amen? Amen. I want mine to look nice. Amen? Well, I got to determine what kind of seeds I'm sowing here if I want a result of the end. It's a choice, right? So every choice that I make has to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. The next thing I have to do is I have to make sure that I just don't go on any word. Now, some words, like the one that Dr. Ville's ministering, it's a specific word for the body of Christ. So it's for everybody, right? There's some things that I see people do. They'll go on somebody else's revelation. Well, that's the way somebody else did, so that's the way I'm going to do it. No, there's a, there's a, you have an unction. I love to say this. Second, it's in First uh, John 2.20. It says you have an unction that comes from the Holy One and you know all things. You have a knowing it's your knower. You have an unction right here. Your Holy Spirit, the peace of God. Let the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard your heart 
and your mind, which are in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit is that peace that surpasses all understanding. That tranquil state of a soul rest assured of what God's doing in this life. It's not just a word that I've grabbed. That's my word. You know, just no, you take it. It's your word. When it becomes a a God breath word into you with the Holy Spirit, you know, deep down on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit has spoken unto you. So, and the last one is, it's always going to deal with love towards others. Walk in love. If you're going to see the manifestation of the goodness of God in your life, it's not just for you. It's for others as well. So you follow peace, okay? You stay in the word, first of all. You follow peace, which is the spirit of God, right? And then you walk in love with everybody that you come in contact with. In order for you to obtain the promises that God has, those three things right there will keep you on course to go where it is that God's trying to take you. And he's trying to take you to the promised land. He's trying to take you to the land of more than enough. He's trying to take you to the exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. You and I've got to stay hooked in to what he's saying to us on a regular basis, not just today. Because every day is a choice. Choose this day who you're going to serve. See, today may be a home run kind of day. Wow, you just took it out of the park. Bam. You're excited about it. But you know what? you got tomorrow too. And the devil doesn't play fair. He gets up in the morning just like you do. Right? He's going to be right there at your front doorstep and say, you know what? Let's just go and do this. Let's do that. Let's make a wreck here. Let's make a wreck here. Get a phone call. You're like, no. You know what? Peace. That's right. The word of God says you're going to win in these circumstances that you face. There's no problem, no temptation common to man that God has not already provided a way out for. So the moment I see a situation, I go, I'm excited. Because God's promised me the victory that overcometh the world in this situation for my life. I get my stir on. I get excited. Amen. I get my jig going on. I do what I have to do. I get excited because I know if it's a problem, that God has the solution for me. Right? And if it's a problem, then I'm fixing to have the answer. And I'm fixing to have the victory. Amen? If it's a real life situation, then I win. There's no other end result but that I win. Why? Because I'm going to determine that the word of God will never leave me nor forsake me. I'm going to meditate in that word day and night. I want to make that word so rich on the inside of me that when pressure comes, that's what comes out of me, not my doubts and unbeliefs. I want to make sure that word is so rich, deep, grounded on the inside of me that everybody knows that if they talk to me, they're going to get the word. And then it never stops. You know what? But not only that, I want to make sure that it's the peace of God that is in my life all the time. So the Holy Spirit, will he'll lead you, man. You're going, you're trying to get this word done. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit's going, eh, come on, stop. Chill out, dude. Relax. I got this. Let your faith work, not your flesh. So follow peace. You know, you keep trying to push that door down. The Bible says God will open up doors, no man can shut. Come on. He'll shut doors and no man can open. You and I have to trust him with the doors that he's opening at the certain times in order for us to walk through. It's like walking through a maze. And how do you do it? The word of God, the Holy Spirit. Okay, yeah, okay, go this way. All right. Holy Spirit, oh yeah, that sounds good. Let's do this way. What is that? Peace. What is it? Staying rooted in the ground of the word. And the other thing is I'm going to walk in love. Can't get mad at so-and-so and this so-and-so and everything else. I'm going to continue to walk in love to see the manifestation of what God's word says about who I am. I'm going to keep my chart anchored in what God has said about my situation rather than what my situation is saying to me at the moment. Amen? Rooted and grounded in the word of God. Amen. Did you get something this morning? Okay, so let's go back over it. First of all, we are going to choose. Say, I'm a chooser, not a loser. Okay, I choose to believe the word of God. Fight the good fight of faith. And I don't play nine inning games. The word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. 
The Holy Spirit is my guide. I follow peace for he is my peace. And I choose to walk in love with everyone in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You ever see that? Hallelujah. Praise God for the word.